So we are live. How's it going tonight, everyone? Welcome to another TCP podcast. This is a TCP podcast, right? Less reminisce. It's, uh, it's less reminisce podcast. Okay, I'm 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 already fucking up, as you can see. Top five creepiest moments. My name is Bio Devil Dom, and why don't we get some of these other guests introduced? So we're gonna start off with Mr. Renegade Operative. Hello, everyone, and uh, monster tits are scary, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Up next, we have our uh, newest regular, uh, Miss Scarberry. Go Yay! ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Scarberry. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not as into the horror games as the rest of these guys, but they're, so I don't know if my selections will be tame or not, but we'll see. Alrighty, and then uh, another co-host, uh, Mr. Captain Chaos. What's going on, guys? And uh, last but not least, Mr. Brandon. Hello. Unlike Renegade, I'm actually black. <laughs> I'm black too, you fucking <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's some black wow. and monster abomination. Yeah. So, um, I guess. Starting off can... salty. Yeah, he's jealous. Yeah, so I guess we can uh, start off. So, why don't. Uh, we have Ren go on first, and then we'll just kind of work our way from there. Um. Okay. Number one uh, is the mirror room from Silent Hill Three because you motherfucker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that um that sequence. It's very. At first, you don't know what's going on, considering the fact that uh you see it, and then it starts like the blood starts like warping around the room, uh, and then your character stands still in the mirror after she gets all bloody. And then afterwards, it's like, you don't know if you're going to die, if you can escape. Uh, so it's a very creepy sequence, the way everything starts to really just uh, form around the room in terms of the blood. So I thought that was really good. Uh, next, we have uh, the giant head in the hospital from Silent Hill 4. Uh, seeing this thing in the room, I was like, what the fuck is this? Uh, it was uh, Aline's head, and uh, it had no purpose to anything other than the fact that it scared the bejesus out of me oh. when I saw it. Uh, can I intervene for a second? Oh, go ahead. The head actually was apparently in the game. If you look at, um, what was it, Eileen? Uh, if you look in her room uh, enough, like it's kind of sort of pointing the finger at you for being like voyeuristic. So mm. the point of that was like her looking back at you, sort of like. Oh, uh, why because, are eyes so twitchy? Well, uh, to be creepy, I guess. <laughs> she wants to watch you this time. Yeah, she's having much. a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> um, my next moment is um, Resident Evil Three Nemesis when Nemesis jumps through the police station. Um, this kind of got me good, and I think I peed a little bit when it happened, but uh, <laughs> don't worry about it, you probably weren't the only one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this this that moment really scared the shit out of me. I I didn't expect it the first time around. I was used to Resident Evil at that point with the liquors uh, crashing through the windows, but seeing Nemesis do that, he's a giant hulking beast. You you wouldn't imagine seeing something like that, but they pulled that off rather nicely. Um I have a moment from The Last of Us. It's kind of a death, but it's the death that the bloater does where he rips your face off. Uh, oh. That got me the first time as well. And my last scariest moment was Abstract Daddy. Um, the meaning of this monster is still sending like chills up my spine after all these years, finding out that 
that was originally Angela's dad raping her, and uh, the symbolism behind that. Oh, that okay. Yeah, the symbolism is uh, pretty fucked up. So that is my top. Yeah, five you the mean moments. the room, the the fucking room when you go in there and or, or the bed monster thing, whatever e the fuck. Even the walls look like they're having sex, which is yeah, uh, pretty that, disgusting. Yeah, that's what was weird about it. It was like, oh. <laughs> so that's my top five. Uh, so I guess we can go down the list of the call. So Dom is next. Alrighty. So uh, for me, number five would have to be the uh, the first Resident Evil monster, whether it be the remake or the original uh, uh, PS1 version of Resident Evil 1. Um, just you know, seeing that like one of one of the police members that apparently went missing with the uh, rest of Bravo team, you know, getting devoured by a, a man-looking creature, which is actually a zombie. You know, that to me just kind of is creepy because you know the way that it turns and whatnot, and then it turns to you, and it's like, oh, it's fresh meat. It's time to dine for some dinner. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, while it's fresh, right? Um, so I think that like that was pretty creepy. Um, number four is the scene in Silent Hill Two when you see uh, pyramid when you see James hiding in the closet and uh, he accidentally walks in on uh, Pyramid Head going you know going ham on two the, the two mannequins or whatever. Oh, that's uh, disturbing. Yeah, he yeah, goes ham already. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was, There's he, a lot you know. of sexual uh, yeah. symbolism. I, in I feel like that's become one of those iconic horror horror game moments, and it's like I hate myself that I can call it an iconic moment because it's <laughs> right. so fucked up. Yeah, and I think the part of the reason too, it's like you know, it's a monster like that's in the middle of just you know, <laughs> banging two mannequins, and you just walk in and in on them and you're just like what, what the fuck is this like like how am i supposed to react to this and you know um the, the way that like james like portrays that scene and whatnot like his facial expressions and whatnot it, it was just it's a very creepy scene and uh yeah i think that's why it's one of my favorites um number three would have to be um from Actually, it's from Bloodborne, uh, the first DLC boss, uh, Lawrence, uh, because you, you hear so much about the character in the main game, and uh, you know that he's supposed to be like this excellent hunter within uh, the Bloodborne lore. And then you see him, and he's just this disfigured-looking horse-like monster, and you're just like wondering how could this have had happened? And, you know, not going into too much lore and stuff like that, but... It, it is a very creepy moment just kind of seeing how, uh, you know, what has become of him. And it kind of makes you imagine what he may have looked like before his whole, like, monstrous transformation and whatnot. Um, so that was number three. Uh, number four would probably have to be uh, the first encounter with rebone re Laura in the evil within uh, because they're just walking down a hall right and all of a sudden this this bing this like multi-limbed bing comes out of a puddle of blood and it's just like that's like the worst thing that could happen you know it's just a regular puddle of blood you know maybe like not even an inch 
and and all of a sudden just this big ass monster that's just screeching and whatnot is coming straight out of it and is ready to just kill you uh so i think that was pretty creepy um and then my number one would have to be from silent hill one uh when you're you're playing as harry and uh you're just kind of going down this alleyway and then all of a sudden it goes dark and he lights a match and as you're going down through this um like fenced off area you see this body that's hung up by like barbed wire and it just hung up there and it's just hanging in like all this bloody and gory like disgusting kind of um you know mess and uh from there you know once that cutscene ends you have all these little children with knives trying to kill you i think that's a very creepy scene in that game so uh those oh, are i remember that five. Yeah. yeah so um why don't we have uh scarberry go next yeah sure um i'm actually surprised that nobody's mentioned the pt demo yet um since everyone says it's so perfect um but my number five is uh i think a lot of people would probably pick like the thing where the the ghost is being all weird and twitchy and then rushes at you but that's not what creeped me out the worst it's uh the part when the radio tells you to look behind you and i swear to god i didn't move (laughs) so i was too afraid so i don't know if anything actually happens or not uh if you did turn around, but I did not because just the radio suddenly going, no, seriously, look behind you freaked me out so bad. I, I don't mean to interject, but uh, I'm not sure if you know this, but there are times in that demo where um, I forget the name of the monster uh, because she, she had a specific name, right. but she would. It was your dead wife, I think. They didn't confirm who the character was if they had. If they had it was heavily implied, I believe. Yeah, it was implied, was... but it also implied like it was like an epidemic thing going yeah, around. So, so I kind of got um, the feeling like it could have also been like you were the next one. Right. So, yeah. um, anyway, uh, when that monster would kill you, though, um, what a lot of people didn't know was that actually because it was a monster that at one point, you know, was human and was pregnant. And that's why you see that like weird deformed fetus or whatever in the sink. Um, Deep voice, baby. Yeah, she when she kills you, she pees on your corpse. <laughs> yeah, a, a lot of people that. did not know that. So that's yeah, what that noise was. Mm-hmm. Isn't that due right, to well, the fact I guess that, that would qualify as a creepy moment? <laughs> yeah, isn't that due to the fact that she broke her water and she was in labor? Isn't oh, that like knows. symbolism? It may be. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, I, I thought it was weird too. Like, what the fuck? She takes a piss on you. But then I thought about it. I was like, oh, that that must mean she broke her water and she's having the baby. I thought the noises she made were she creepier, honestly. Too. Like, I mean, she looked creepy too, but the noises, like that and just the noises and the way she moved, I was like, uh The head twitching uh, really gets me. Yeah. What are you talking about? Uh, We're talking PT. about PT, Silent Hills. Oh, yeah, that was cool. It's a good game. It's a hey, good Reapers. demo. <laughs> Scar. We have uh, Reapers being late. Um, oh, we're recording. Cool. Yeah, we're recording. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> but uh, Scar, continue, because I think it was still your All right. Time. Yeah, although we might we may have skipped Brandon. Sorry. Oh, no, that's fine. Um, okay. <laughs> um, my, my number four was uh, the first Five Nights at Freddy's, but specifically Foxy. Not because it's necessarily like, because jump scares get old. It's more uh, before you figure out the mechanics of how that game works. And you just see him, every time you look at his screen, he's just slowly coming out of the curtain. And 
when you haven't played the game enough to figure out how to either prevent that or what to do after that happens. So then suddenly you see that he's gone and you freak out looking for him. And if you see him sprinting down the hallway, it's already too late. But it was more just like just the impending doom feeling you get from kind of seeing him slowly creep out from behind his curtain freaked me right out. <laughs> um, my number three is actually from a game that just came out uh, two or three days ago called Camp Sunshine. And I'm pretty sure I've talked about it in the Discord group. I don't know if any of you guys have heard of it. I've heard you talk about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's it's like, uh, okay, so it's it's an eight, a 16-bit game. Uh, your kid that went to camp, and of course, then all hell breaks loose, and there's a camp mascot killer running around, cutting everybody to bits and killing people with a giant knife. Um, so my my number three on this list is the first encounter I had with the bear because I went inside one of the buildings and uh, I don't know who they got for the voice actor for the, the cues for when the bear is coming for you, but it's like this deep, scary voice. And uh, I assumed that since the last time I had seen him outside, uh, I had seen him outside. So I started running further into the building. Nope. He was right there. And uh, he totally got me, but then he disappeared in this cloud of like purple smoke and uh, I kept playing the game. I figured out that during gameplay, you get one freebie. And then every anytime he runs into you after that, he kills you. But at the time, I thought it was just a jump scare. But it completely got me. And I squealed. And my, you can hear my laryngitis. My voice cracked. So it was really bad. Um, my number two is also from an indie horror game called White Knight. Uh, so I don't know if any of you guys know about that one either. Everybody's turning their mics off. Okay. Um, <laughs> No, in White Knight, it's literally black and white. Uh, the only color in the game is fire. Um, but all the artwork is just plain black and white, except for the main monster in the game, which is uh, a ghost that has shades of gray. And she's super creepy and twitchy, and she she makes like really gross noises when she moves around. Well, some t my first encounter with her was she was, she was kind of hidden, laying in a corner. I got too close and she screeches at you and she skitters across the floor like a freaking spider at you and you have to run away. And it was the last thing I was expecting because I thought she was just going to grab you if you got too close. No, she runs after you but on all fours, which is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. That and reminds that me of the Exorcist. Yeah, no, it, it's like that. And it was not what I was expecting at all. So it completely caught me off guard and got me real bad. And then uh, my number one... Uh, you guys, you guys know from talking to me that I am not a fan of zombies at all. Like, it's pre pretty much a phobia of mine. And clowns. Clowns are not so bad, but I dislike clowns. But zombies are more of a phobia. Great, zombie Barry. Thanks, Brandon. If you see um, a clown, beat the shit out swear. of him. Is that, is that a real thing? Is that like, a, there's a term for zombie phobia? Yeah, but I don't remember what it is, and I've certainly never gotten diagnosed. But uh, when, when I was younger, my little brother would want to play the Resident Evil games, especially when they got ported to uh, the Nintendo 64. But he was too young to really be good at the puzzles, so I would sit and help him with the puzzles. And uh, I remember that Resident Evil 2, the opening scene, just got me so bad with the zombie in the back of the cop car. And that's always kind of stuck with me. And I know that they've done that in like movies and stuff like that, and that's kind of become a zombie movie trope. But the fact that the zombie jumps from the backseat of the car really freaks me out and still stuck with me till now. 
Oh, you mean Leon's brother? Yeah. He looks just like he him. He does look just like him. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, my God. But anyways, like, the whole thing, she goes in the diner and gets cornered and turns around. There's the zombies against the window, and then she just happens to be rescued. And it's like, you finally are safe. You think you're going to get a, bit, a little bit of a, like, exposition to kind of fill in the gaps. And then, nope, there's a zombie that pops up at you again. Yeah. Scared I... the shit out of me. Not literally. Didn't scare the pee out of me either. Sorry, Red. But, uh... <laughs> so that's my top five. Yeah, I thought, um, just a little introduction. Uh, I thought Claire's intro was a little bit more creepier. With the fact that, um, she was... That's her first time... Uh, I know that was their first time in general. But her first time seeing that, um, seeing the diner storekeeper eating. Yeah, that was, uh, not a pretty sight. Yeah. So I guess we can move on to the next one. Who's going next, Brandon? Uh, yeah, either Brandon or... Uh... I could go next, because yeah. I got a lot of background noise, so I might as well get over with it now. Alrighty. Okay, what, number five. Although some of mine are horror games, but no. But this one, in the first Democratic game, we first meet Nelo Angelo. Not his appearance, but the way he came, because uh, he was first an image um, in the mirror. We first um encounter him he then the shot the mirror uh, the reflection of dante just turns around and look at you i thought that was pretty creepy but um and number four would be killer crux um and the whole stage area and arkham asylum the first game this idea of i have going around in, in a cavern there's no way in no way out besides the one way and having some mutated crocodile guy trying to kill you yeah that was not fun Number three will be the first encounter um, for Chris Walker in that last one. Because uh, you never expect some big brute with sharp teeth to come in and just um, toss you out the window, which somehow he did got survived. So, yeah. And number two would have to be like the, I say the first Nemesis encounter or the surprise encounter. So, like, jump out a window or just randomly jump in front of you. Hasn't sometimes I actually do drop the controller even now because I never, never expect it. Because sometimes I do take it a turn to route and I never know what's coming. Oh man, I uh, peed, I peed in that moment. Yeah, you're like <laughs> me, where like sometimes you get too into the game when you go back to it and you forget like that there's a jump scare coming up or you know it's coming up but it still like somehow gets you. Yep, never forget the police station. <laughs> Now, number one would be Rachel Foley when she becomes a uh, monster. I don't know what the heck she is in, um, in Resident Evil Revelations 1. But um, the fact that her body just randomly disappeared because I assume it was eaten. She, then, she becomes a, a Teobus zombie. Zombie thing that can split her head open and suck your blood. You know, yeah. That you thing. mean the ooze monsters? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I remember the nickname, but I don't remember the term. So now I know. Yeah, 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 I think it's the T-Abyss zombies just because it uses the uh, the T-Virus and the Abyss virus. It's like, you'd have to ask people that are more into the lore uh, when it comes to that particular game. Uh, yeah, but I remember, Cat, I'm looking at you. I remember that was a thing in the file. There, there's a thing in the file for both, uh, files for both Revelations 1 and 2, uh, where they take the T-Virus and they, like, enhance it with another virus. Uh, and I remember specifically the virus in uh, Revelations 1 is called the T-Abyss. Yeah. And the 1 and 2 is T-Bubbles. Um, yeah, the the creepiest moment was when she just popped out in the, from the window 
and then you can start chasing after her. I didn't oh, want I to because, <laughs> like, no, I didn't want to. But she was like faster and stronger than most of the ooze monsters. I'm like, heck no. Avoid that bitch at all costs. Oh yeah, that's my list. So. <laughs> okay then. Um, I guess I'll go next. Um, let's see. I I guess like, I I had some trouble numbering this because I wasn't sure like what was scary or like what was the most scary or creepy. Um, but my number five is from a game that's actually not a horror game. Um, the only one that's not a horror game on this list, by the way. Uh, so number five is the Siberia level from Time Splitters 2, and that I believe is actually the first level in Time Splitters 2. Uh, when you first get into the level, like just the music and the general atmosphere of it is just really, really kind of creepy. Like the music kind of sets this really creepy tone to it. Um, and it's mostly when you get to the underground section, so like later on in the level, that it gets really weird because uh all of a sudden zombies like you don't expect that they're like mostly you've been fighting humans uh, th- uh up until that point and then you go into the underground section and there are zombies it's and weird. it's completely out of nowhere so it's uh like i mean at the, if i were to play it as an adult yeah obviously i wouldn't be scared of it but i played this game when i was maybe like uh i want to say 11 or 12 or, or i was a kid when i played this so I was, it did freak me out a little bit. I was like, holy shit, that's, that's creepy. Like I always, I hated that level just because it was so freaky how just all of a sudden you're finding these zombies and they're, they're not like your typical zombies either. They're more like, uh, I don't know, they, they look, the, the way they move and they're a little bit faster, I believe, if I remember correctly. And they just look kind of not, not like your typical zombie, like a Resident Evil zombie or anything like that. There's only um. certain models that are deformed. And um, yeah. you see the first cutscene and you don't expect zombies. You just see the cutscenes like, oh, that guy. Yeah, he might be yeah. a zombie, but uh, you're fighting humans. And then when you go in the underground, it's like, okay, the game just turn completely left here so i understand yeah what you're saying although to be although to be fair the first time splitters did have zombies <clears throat> um but it was uh i i don't know if i played it but if you hadn't played the first time splitters it, you would not expect that at all so um but moving right along the fourth one um i would have to say is the um there's a scene in Condemned Criminal Origins where when you're investigating a crime scene and you find a locker and there's a dead body in it. Um you think the guy's dead but like as you're investigating he like grabs you and like just suddenly he's still alive even though he looks like he's been like uh like he's just cut in half his body's all fucked up. And, but he's somehow he's still alive and he like grabs you and like pulls you right up next to him or something. If I, I'm not sure if that's how it happened, but it's something like that. You, he's still alive and it's like, holy shit, you just, it's the last thing you expect to happen. It's just a completely unexpected uh, jump scare that, um, I mean, the game in general is kind of creepy, but that part in and of itself was probably the, uh, the one that'll get you because you don't see it coming. Um, number three, um, I'm going to talk about Amnesia. I know people, some people don't like Amnesia, but um, most, like, the first time I played that game, like I said, scared the shit out of me. But the thing that scared me the most was, I think it was the choir room. Uh, it's near the end of the game. And basically what you do in this room is you collect the orb pieces to 
uh, I think it, you banish Alexander. You're trying to make an orb to banish, or it was either you're trying to get into the inner sanctum to uh, to banish Alexander or something. Um, but what ends up happening is when you get into the, the choir room, uh, basically most of the scares in this game when you're being chased by the monsters are, like if you get killed by the monster, the monster goes away. But when you go into the choir room, the monsters are still there. Like, even if you get killed, the monsters are, are still alive. And the monsters are wandering around the room, so you pretty much have to be stealthy about it. Like, you have to try to maneuver your way around the monsters and hope that they don't see you. And if you get near the monsters, you have to look away, because if you look at the monster, your sandy will drain, and you, the monster will detect you. So you kind of just have to, like, turn your head and just, like, just kind of cower in the corner while the monsters, like, kind of go past you and hope that the monster doesn't see you and kill you. So that part, I think, was the most tense part of the entire game because the monsters don't despawn. After, uh, after you get killed, you have to try to get around them. So um, I thought that was pretty, pretty freaky. Um, I want to, Ren has already mentioned this, but uh, number two would be the mirror scene from uh, Silent Hill 3. When uh, the mirror scene, it's pretty much described, but I'll, I'll, uh, I'll still talk about it. Uh, the mirror scene in Silent Hill 3 is when you are locked in a room uh, or you go into a room. Uh, it's in one of the levels in Silent Hill 3. Um, there's nothing in the room except a, a large mirror. And there's really, I don't think there's anything else. I could be wrong. Uh, but you try to leave the room and the door is locked. So the door locks behind you and then the room starts to change. Like the the environment of the room starts to change and all this just... Th this weird stuff starts crawling up like you don't see it in the room itself but you see it in the mirror like all this stuff in the room starts like is crawling up your your body and you it deforms heather and turns her into this this nightmarish monster looking creature like it's this deformed version of herself it's just really freaky um and then the door opens again and you can leave but that was just that was probably the scariest part of the whole game just because of how disturbing it was um but moving to number one, uh, I believe the creepiest part of, um, well, maybe not any game I've ever played, but this is uh, definitely up there, uh, would be the Attack of the Fishmen part of Call of Cthulhu, Dark Corners of the Earth. Um, I, I know Reapers might know what I'm talking about here uh, because he has played that recently. Yes, um, I do. Yeah, that is when you're being chased by... Um, so let me give some context for this. Um, you go into a town called Innsmouth, and Innsmouth is full of fish people or people who are very weird. You don't know that they're fish people exactly, but you know they're strange and they don't like you and they don't want you in their town. And you're trying to investigate this guy's disappearance and seeing if anybody knows anything about him. So you get a room for the night in a hotel. Uh, you go around the town, and then after maybe, I want to say, about an hour of gameplay... Uh, you go back to the room and you try to go to sleep. But before you go to sleep, you try you uh, barricade and lock some of the doors because you're afraid of what might happen. Um, and during the night, these people try to come and break into your room. It's pretty much the entire town is after you. So you wake up and all of a sudden they're trying to barge in and they're trying to break your door down. So you have to try to uh, try to get out of the room, jump out the window 
and some of these guys will be shooting at you so in the game you can be shot and you can you have to heal yourself but you have to run away from these people and try to hide and the, the whole segment there's just this really long segment of you trying to get away from all these crazy fish people who are trying to kill you and i just thought it was a really tense segment in the game because you're trying to sneak around these people you're trying to run away from them if they spot you and it's uh it's just really tense because you at, at that point in the game you have no way of defending yourself so i thought that was the creepiest moment uh of th that i can come up with off the top of my head <clears throat> all righty and then uh, i think reapers is the last person to go all right um i'm gonna start off super strong and everybody's gonna be like i don't know uh number five would have to be silent hill downpour i know it's you know it's kind of shitty game but there is that one scene that i really enjoy uh you go inside of this random house and it, there's a story about a uh a woman that's like afraid of her mirror basically it's a puzzle where you have to like do whatever like when if you look in the mirror uh, some things in the mirror are different from what's really there. So what you gotta do is look in the mirror and see what's different, and then change it in the real, in the real life thing uh, to make it look like what it does in the mirror. Uh, once you do that, the mirror breaks, and then in the, behind you there's like a shadow of the woman that was going crazy. Uh, she hung herself, and it's creepy to me because it's the game is so bad you don't expect like a random good, creepy thing to be in there. So that, that kind of got me when I played it. Number four would have to be Condemned, the mannequins. There's this running thing with Condemned where there's these mannequins that wear suits. They, every time you see them and look oh. away, they're, they're usually following you. Yeah, I awful. forgot about those. Yeah. yeah. Dude, so that was fucking... Oh, that was crazy. Yeah, you're right. That, that oh, I should have put that in there. But yeah, yeah that's, that's good. Yeah, go there's, on, there's this one part where you have to go inside this room and there's a mannequin there. Uh, outside of the room, you go in there, you try to leave, and the mannequin is standing right in front of the door to leave. You look behind you, and then there's a, a mannequin behind you. And you look behind you again, and there's like five of them in front of you. And yeah, then later on, they just disappear. And then yeah, there's, another, nope. there's another scene where, I think it's in Condemned 2, where you fall into this pit, and you look up, and all the mannequins are looking at you from the, up above. Yeah. Um, I was going to mention real quick, um, there was a part, I, I thought you were going to talk about this, but there was a part, there's a level in the first Condemned where you go into like a clothing store or something, Oh yeah. and there's these dudes, they look like mannequins, but they're people, and they, they're like dressed in the just suits or something, mm -hmm. I think, if I remember correctly, and they'll come after you, you think they're they're not real, but they'll actually, they actually try to, <laughs> they start moving and try to come after you, and I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that show was fucking good. Yeah, that was that was another just really weird thing in Condemned. You know, for a launch game for the Xbox 360, it's a really good game. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great game. I wish they would make a Condemned 3, but it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, good one. Uh, but my number three would have to be Fear, the game Fear, uh, the first one. There is a scene where you're... I think I cut out. Trying to go into this uh, little area that's kind of dark. There's like a health extension thing. There's like a little syringe thing to give you more health. If you go in there, you can see almost shadow runs behind you. That shit creeped me the fuck out when I played it the first time. Uh, number two would have to be Bioshock. The, when you do the, uh, I don't know if you guys know, remember this character, Cohen. 
dude with the mask, the the flamboyant guy that you have to fight. <clears throat> Sounds familiar. Uh, basically, he has like a bunch of sculptures of people that are like covered in wax and shit. I don't know. You can't really tell if they're real people, but if you hit them with your wrench, like, they start to bleed. Ooh. But there's a room in the middle of the map. If you go down, it's a bathroom. Uh, all the music that, that plays, like, stops, and there's, like, three mannequins with, like, uh, black bags on top of their heads, and there's they're doing, like, ballerina poses. There's nothing in there. There's nothing in there for you to grab. It's not a secret. You don't get an achievement for it, but it's just there for some reason, and it's really weird because it's really quiet. Uh, and the first one, of course, would have to be PT because that's a really good uh, game. Demo? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but my favorite part for that is uh, when everything's all red and you're trying to go through the door again and then something breaks, like something drops. Somebody drops something from the top top of the room. And you look up and it's just Lisa there staring at you. And then she's oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah I was, like, was going to say, there's another part of mm -hmm. It's red. There's another part in that demo where it's red and the hallway is much longer because of the way that it loops and it's like sped through. But yeah, I forgot there's also that part where uh, she does drop something from uh, the second floor. Although I don't know, because sometimes the, the color of the light changes too. I don't know if that's always if it's red or if it changes depending on. Uh, that's weird. It does like blue and green. I know there's yeah, this really good part. Light. If when you have the flashlight, if you position yourself in a certain way, try to see your shadow, you see Lisa's shadows like right behind you. Like the whole time, like her head's like twitching. Mm -hmm. so that was really good. Oh. Also, I forgot to mention, but real quick, uh, speaking of mannequins, uh, I, I was trying to think of like other scenes in Silent Hill 3 that were really scary, but I, I can't believe I forgot about this. Uh, there's the scene uh, in that one room with the fucking mannequin. You'll, you go into this room and there's a mannequin and you look at the mannequin and you get Heather to examine the mannequin. I forget what she says about it, uh, but she examines the mannequin. You walk away from the mannequin and you hear a loud, shrill scream and then you go back. And the mannequin like had its head cut off or something, and it's starting to bleed. Oh it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, something like that happened, and like there, there was a scene like that in Silent Hill Two as well, I believe. Like when you go into a bathroom, mm -hmm. and you hear like a woman scream or something, and like the hand is gone. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. The hand was gone. Yeah. No, the head. Uh, the head. Or the head. Like, yeah, the head. Went, <laughs> yeah, the head like went to the floor, and it's like, what the fuck just happened here? So. Uh, the mannequins are just creepy in general in Silent Hill, so yeah. Honorable mm -hmm. uh, mentions, Mr. Renegade Operative, is, he's pretty scary. Honorable <laughs> man. Yeah, you scare, yeah, you scare children on the side of the street. Um, well, actually, honorable mentions, uh, jokes aside, but uh, I'd like to say that the uh, doll from the original, uh, or not original, but the, uh, uh, the port to uh, Xbox uh, for Onimusha, Genma Onimusha, the first encounter with the doll is really creepy because uh, the doll like falls down from uh, whatever it's like sitting up the top, uh, and it looks like an average doll until Semenosuke picks it up, and then it like gets out of his hands, uh, pulls out like three large blades in each hand, and and its face is like all like creepy and like uh, it pulls out it has like sharp teeth and it looks very pale and whatnot. Um, so yeah, I would say that particular uh, monster is uh, somewhat creepy. Hi, um, I'm Chucky. Speaking... Wanna play? No. 
Speaking of dolls, actually, I, I, I forgot something, too. Uh, in Fatal Frame 5, there are these uh, Shrine Maiden dolls. And mm-hmm. it, it's it's just a house full of dolls, though. Like, there's one level that has a house that's just full of dolls, and I, I find dolls just kind of creepy. Um, but the house is just full of these fucking uh, Shrine Maiden dolls. And uh, you'll, you'll go into a room, and the dolls will be standing in one place, and then you'll go out of the room, and then you'll go back in, and then they'll be in different locations. Like, they'll, they'll change places, and some of them will try to blo- will kind of block you. And some of the Shrine Maiden dolls are actually, will actually try to attack you, while some of them will, will not, and they'll just be dolls, and they'll just stand there. So it's like, you never know. So it's always just kind of, you're always on edge when you're in that level, so... Uh, I, sh- I should have mentioned that one too. That was kind of freaky. Uh, hold on a second. I think I have one. Uh, like I said, uh, Lisa from Silent Hills PT. Uh, she was fucking creepy, man. All those segments mm-hmm. where she was shaking around. Uh, the part where she closes the door and you see her face, you get a good look. Oh, too. in the bathroom where you try to you zoom in on the door and she just oh, she's in the mirror. Yeah, she's 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 yeah. not only in the mirror, but she was in that. She had the shadow like uh, near the bathtub as well. That shit creeped me the fuck Dude, out. Dude, no, I thought the mirror was creepier because she's like right on. She's right there. She's right on your shoulder. Her head's like fucking shaking around and everything is like ah. I, I think Stop. it I think it was just you you know those moments where um you don't pay attention to something the first time I didn't yeah, notice yeah. her shadow was in the bathroom until I actually did like a second playthrough of it and that too uh there's this really good thing this good thing no well, scary thing that happened in PT that fucking I'll be scarred for life and I think you guys will be too but they announced that shit got canceled I was fucking afraid. Yeah. <laughs> I was terrified, man. Where were you when they announced that they were canceling that exactly. project? There, there was actually a, a Kojima was right. He was going to make you shit your pants. There, I survived there, it. There, there was a piece of footage for that game, and I know we're diverging a little, but um, where like Norman's character goes through like what looks like a school, um, and there's a kid's head that nope. falls. Nope. 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 Yeah, that falls down in front of this doorway, and it turns over, and there's like a centipede crawling over no, the face. No, no, I, I no, saw. No, I remember no, that. No. 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 You, so you're talking notes. about like the pre-rendered trailer thing, right? The yeah, one where yeah, he's being chased. A, he's being chased by like a larger monster, right? There. Yeah, like that. Somebody grabs a head, and the head's like screaming at him, and the centipede or something crawls out of his mouth, and it's all yeah, yeah, weird yeah. shit. Yeah. Good. Good fucking uh, god! That would have been fucking. Yep, no, thank you. Yeah, like I said, Junji Ito, he's just fucking, he's got some fucked up ideas. <laughs> yeah, that man was great. He was the best creature we'll designer. Ne- we'll they never have. see what a, a a game with him involved is gonna fucking look like. Yeah, fuck you, Konami. Because <laughs> he has some fuck. Uh, sorry, I'm diverging a little bit more, but he has some fucking creepy ideas. One of his manga is about uh a town that is being haunted by these fucking people like balloon head people or some shit like literally their heads are these like just floating heads and they're like just like fucking harassing people and it's just so weird it's fucking crazy isn't there another one where there's like a town that uh is actually like a maze or something and it's really hard to get out of uh are you thinking of uzumaki or Kazuzumaki is about the spiral. Maybe. 
I just remember there was like a there was like a like a town or whatever uh, one of those. Yeah, it, you might be thinking of the spiral. Uh, Uzumaki is just about like uh, people in the t- in the small town being obsessed with the spiral. Maybe I, I just remember there was like a maze. He he did a lot of like short stories. There was something involving a town and where I think the creepiest one I've read was I don't know if anybody's read it, but there is it's called like something the Amagara Fault. And it's like people it's about people having the the shapes of themselves carved into the side of a mountain and they want to go into the the shapes uh, that are carved in themselves like kind of uh, they have this urge to go in there. So when they approach the shapes, they'll be like, oh, it's it's my hole. So they like go in, they, they just start undressing and then they just are tell almost like float into it sort of. And they're just stuck. They're stuck. It's like a fucking claustrophobic nightmare almost. It's just I read that and I was like, oh, my God, because because you see a picture of them and they're just stuck in the fucking mountain. And they and they're, they're like, help, help. I in there and they're just stuck in there. It's like they can't get out. And it's so fucking disturbing to me like that. That was like, oh, my, I was just like, oh, my God, that's fucked up. <laughs> but that scared me the most out of anything he's done. Hmm. Uh, so I think that was a pretty good discussion. Are there any more uh, honorable uh, mentions before we close off for tonight? Mm. Um, nah, Dreamcast controller is pretty scary, but that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Different podcast. About, we'll talk about controllers on the first. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I, I remember that part uh, the, of Bioshock. That that's yeah. That was a good one. It, they uh, would just suddenly start walking and they attacked you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's a good point to start closing off. So, uh, uh, my name is BioDevil underscore Dom. You guys can find me on uh, Twitter and on YouTube under that name, and then on Twitch, it's Dom twenty four nineteen ninety six. And I'm gonna have uh, I'm gonna have uh, Ren go first, and then we'll kind of work our way from there. All right. So find you. All right. So you can find me on Twitter at Ren Operative underscore. You can find me on YouTube at Renegade Operative. Uh, I'm working on this manhunt playthrough, but uh, it's a pain in the ass, so I'm going to try to get that out as soon as possible. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, up next uh, is Scarberry. Where can we find you? I can be found on YouTube and Vidme now under the name Scarberry. And I'm also on Twitter and Instagram as The Scarberry. And it's also The Scarberry on Twitch. Alrighty. Uh, up next is Captain Chaos. Where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Captain Chaos, and you can find me on YouTube at the same name, but there is a space in between Captain and Chaos. Um, mostly do Let's Plays, reviews, uh, stuff like that. So, yeah, if you're interested in that, check me out. All right. And you can also find me on here. Yep. Uh, up next is Mr. Brandon. Where can we find you? On Twitter and YouTube at ArcanMagic504. And once again, I'm Blacker than Renegade. <laughs> and last but not least, Mr. Reapers, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, Tube, and Twitch at Reapers240. I occasionally do stuff without using a Dreamcast controller. 
<laughs> yeah. See, see Reapers really needs to be on that controller discussion because me and him are going to go ham important. on roasting the uh, Dreamcast controller. Oh, there's and much the worse. Defensive. Yeah, there's much N64 worse. It's not controller. as bad as the N64 controller. <laughs> if, you like, if you like the Dreamcast controller over that, you can eat a dick. But what about the Power Glove, guys? Uh, power Glove oh, yeah. is so bad. The best thing Nintendo's made. <laughs> Oh, so you know we should we should do a cinematic experience of the wizard. Oh, oh yes, oh, no. we should. Uh, California, classic. California, California. <laughs> anyway, this has this been podcast. another great let's run reminisce podcast. <laughs> you can See, I've I fucked up the intro. I'm gonna fuck up the ending too. No, no, he's plugging you, Ren. <laughs> What is this, Brandon? The, the, the Reninus. What what What's is this about power gloves and hand jobs? Man, end this podcast. Power hand job. End uh, it. Pull the plug. What? Do it now. <laughs> yeah, dude. scratch the tape.